let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Really quick, um, is anyone listening? Not as in like I need to <laughs> fill my attention in this empty void of a hole, but uh, I think the weather broke our radio. Oh, it's back now. Oh, we're so we're on air. I double checked, so don't say any, anything bad. So don't bad. say oh. <laughs> or. I pressed the wrong sound effect for that last one, but <laughs> yeah, I like that really one long. so much. All right, so we're here. Uh, Emily, you texted last night and said, when are we coming in? Because, like, I want to be <laughs> bad. Uh, is it so exciting getting to stay out late as a young woman at ACL Fest and not yeah. having to wake up and do the morning show? What Why? What did you do last night? Why are you here in your pajamas at 3 what p.m.? What did I do last and night? And why were you texting us like, hey, when do we have that command to work? <laughs> well, because I wanted to be... Res- okay, I-, I needed to know which path I was going to take. Okay, what, were, what were the options? So the options were... Okay, either I'm going to be responsible, you know, I'm going to go home after Odessa, I'm going to go to sleep, wake up early, get myself ready, or I can uh, chug this bottle of wine and then go to Odessa. Odessa. It's Odessa. Uh, see where <laughs> the night doing it. And see where the night takes me. And see where the night takes me. And then uh, you, being the responsible dad that you are, you did not let us take a day off. Bro, I was on LSD. I wasn't being responsible at all. Just because yeah. I went home to do yard work doesn't mean I'm responsible. Does that say you go to ACL Fest and then you go home and do yard work? Oh, is, yeah. ins- is insane. That's to what me. happens. You get inspired in the park. You're like, look at all this beautiful green I, grass. Yeah, I'm going to go home. <laughs> clean my grass. That's just so crazy to me. So um, whenever you said, oh yeah, we have to be in at 1230, I was like, oh, mm, no, we have to be there early. Oh man, seven hours later than I would have normally had to come mm, in. And that's going to be, uh, I'm going to drink this bottle of wine. So I'm glad I did. you did. I oh, drank well, the bottle of wine, uh, but I didn't do anything after the festival. I instead uh, drank the bottle of wine and then went to bed early. So I basically did both of the options that's, just see, at the same time. That's what I was trying to get to with this, is you can always do both of the options. Yeah. Because sometimes, in my case, the best radio I've done is going on almost no sleep while I am filled with uh, a bag of wine. That's what my, my <laughs> a literally a bladder of wine, that's what oh. my stomach has become. Uh, but I, but I thank you for the text. But it did make me a little jealous. Yeah, that I got to have that sad. choice. Well, yeah, because I wanted to have that choice. I went home early, and you know what's dumb? You know why I went home early from mm. ACL Fest? I went home because my fiance had a bunch of her female friends over, and they're like giddy and laughing and having fun. I was like, you know what? I want to be a part of that. You want to be a part of the girl sleepover? Not, I want to tell them stories about my swords and Legos. Yeah, not not just that. <laughs> Impress the girls. But speaking of Legos, I thought, you know what? I stayed really late last Sunday. I got stuff to do at home. But if I leave right now, I can go by the Lego store and get myself a little treat, a little gift. Mm-hmm. Lego store was closed. It's a Sunday. It's God's day. Lego store was closed. Yeah. I on a get Sunday? home 
and my fiance's friends were gone. Damn. Oh. And it's because I stayed too late. Is so because they heard you were coming home? Maybe. With the Legos? With Legos. <laughs> uh, so I was a little disappointed, and that made me have some weird, sad feelings about ACL Fest, which we're going to discuss when our dad gets here, uh, Matt Bearden, coming up later on the show, plus a mega, super huge concert announcement. You can probably guess it. It's not that hard. But think a really, really big band, one of the most popular bands we play on 101X. Taylor they're, Swift. They're huge. No. Not Taylor Swift level, <laughs> uh, but they are playing a small venue, not a small venue, not an intimate venue, but they're playing a concert here in Austin this week at something smaller than they usually would. Uh, we're going to tell you how you can get those tickets. We're even going to have something to give away coming up on today's show. What's your favorite sport? It's National Sports Day, and we're going to talk sports. Happy National Sports Day. What was your sport? What did you play? Emily's might surprise you, but first, (laughs) I'm going to take us behind the two greatest moments in sporting history, recent history, so the last 20 years or so. Oh, Uh, uh, Texas losing to OU? uh, No. No. Sorry, I had to bring that up. I, I needed the fire and passion a- in your a- voice. A&M losing to Tennessee. <laughs> Emily, not not at all, man, but Jesus. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I'm God, sorry. Now, now, why did you have to... I threw you off. Bring that up. I'm he so was, sorry. He didn't realize how much pain he was in that day. Oh, no, I saw him. I saw how much pain. That's why I wanted to open the wound up again and just kind of just just Listen, stab it in there. We have a thing in our lives to where somehow, some way, we connect with our sports teams. Maybe it's because we didn't do it on our own. Maybe it's because uh, we weren't good enough. But we somehow think that it is important and matters and we take it personal that's definitely what i do but first uh i want to share with you three of the greatest moments in sports history ever ever to happen here is number three still full of running and he's It's his 11th goal for Germany. He will never, ever score a more valuable one. That's right. All the way in Brazil back in 2014, Germany winning the World Cup is the number three most important sports moment in recent history. Let's go back to 2011 in Miami, Florida for number two on the list of most important sports moments ever. 16.1 seconds remaining. Terry gets it. And the Heat will not foul. Sean Marion dribbles it out. And the celebration will begin. The Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. The first title in franchise history. That's right. There you go. You heard the buzzer. Dallas Mavericks winning the NBA title in 2011 is the second most important sports moment in history. Isn't that exciting, gang? Why? Why why not? Because that's what it is. It's just, it it is what it is. But why is it the most exciting? Because historically, Dirk Nowitzki. With a greater context surrounding it. There's so much behind it. I didn't know that. I was just asking about uh, it. And of course, (laughs) number one, the greatest sports moment of all time, perhaps, of all history, even out in the universe. Championship on the line right here. He's going for the corner. 
Touchdown, Vince Young, number two, Texas, beating the powerhouse, the best team in college football history. If you can have the perfect defense called, you can force them out of the pocket, but you're not going to beat them. The number one moment in sporting history. Wait, who'd they beat? Uh, USC. USC was, uh, they were coming off ah. another championship. They were in the championship game again. They had Lindell White at running back who could not be stopped. Texas defense stopped him on fourth and one to get the ball back. You had Reggie Bush. You had Matt Leiner. You had Coach Pete Carroll, the best team in college football history. But guess what? Texas had the best football player in college football history. The name Vince Young, 2006 Rose Bowl. The greatest moment in all of sports history. Those are the top three, Emily. Are you happy? Wow, are you excited? That's so great. Yeah. Do you know I'm who uh, decided that list? You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah those absolutely. Are my favorite teams. That's yeah. why I kept asking, why Why are we doing well, this? Well, when you said Mavericks, so I know that's one of your favorite teams. I'm like, that's important to your history. Yeah. I, even though it's a significant thing that happened. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way. No one people, other yeah. people care about that. Well, you know what? It's my show, so that's what we're going to say they're important. Right? It's okay. Yeah. okay. It's you your show. You don't care we'll about sports, it. so I, I'm going to pick it. See, but, I care about you yes and today is your day the national sports day and that's all i can do is live in the past because all my teams suck atlanta braves are out luka Doncic's gonna be hurt this year yeah texas lost to ou as emily pointed out so sports sucks so that's all i have emily you got your fantasy team in the past i think i lost to our boss oh that's embarrassing (laughs) we are never ever ever going to be able to afford retirement or will we and now it's time for Emily's social cues. On the radio. Emily tracked down an internet couple who found a unique way to afford retirement, right? A very unique way. Uh, we've got Marty and Jess here from Australia who decided, you know what? It's really expensive for us to be in a retirement home, but you know what's cheaper? Going on 51 back-to-back cruises. <laughs> Damn, this sounds like my fiance's parents. It's Really? Like, they take a bunch of cruises? I mean, they do three or four a year. Yeah, but think about 51 back-to-back cruises. That's 500 days of cruising around the world. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, and from what I understand, they stayed on board of the Princess Cruises Coral Princess for more than 450 days, which is longer than... Than most of the crew, um, including some of the captains. So they expect to stay on board the ship for about two years. And basically, Marty and Jess, uh, from the interviews that I've heard of them, they seem to really have a good thing going. So this was the perfect answer, really. Go cruising, do, do, see the world and meet these people and make lifelong friends. And, you know, it's, it's a wonderful life. It's a lifestyle. Where else can you go? You go for dinner, you go to a show, you go dancing. Um, through the day, you have all these activities. You know what? It's not a bad idea for retirement, I guess. Uh, they 
cruises, you can build points. It can be cheaper as you go. So yeah. I, I kind of get it. It's cheaper than staying at a yeah. hotel. And she's talking about how it even, you know, they have a maid that come and clean your room. So if you're an old retired couple that can't bend down to pick up a pillow anymore, yeah. then having a maid come in yeah. and clean your room, Plus that it's, sounds great. It's a way to keep you socializing and stuff and mm-hmm. sort of keep you sharper in the head as you get older. I know a lot of people go senile more so because they become withdrawn and less socialized. And that's part yeah. of it that... I don't know all the science behind it, but now they're out there shaking and moving and, you know, drinking cocktails and meeting people. Retirement homes can be very expensive, especially the ones that where, you know, it's assisted living. So, sure, I think moral people should do this. Absolutely do retirement communities at sea because there is so much to do. Old people retirement cruises. That'll be awesome. That would be so adorable. Also, you got to pay extra if you're a young person to get on. I like that. I I bet that there would be. A lot of swinger action yeah, dude, on there, too. Lots of diseases. Too. Oh. And Man, I mean, that's that, what cruises that, are known for anyway. But. I'm going oh. to say, like, I could do a cruise every three years. That's that's my limit. Three it's years? Fun. The water slides are fun. You can yeah. go swim at beaches when you stop. They have great pools. They have great hot tubs. There are always activities. They're tiring. But it gets boring after a while. I mean, um, I guess, but when you're old and retired and have nothing better to do. gambling. Yeah. And another thing that they, they use the cruises for, which is smart, is transportation. Whenever they are docking somewhere where their family lives. Yeah, they're doing a lot of docking. <laughs> old people, they love to get it in. Yeah. Are you happy about that one? I was. I was. I didn't want to laugh accurate. because for the bit, but I would have laughed if I was listening. I like, <laughs> I like it. I don't know why. It. But when they get to docks... And they aren't docking each other anymore. Then they go and they get to hang out with their their friends and their family. They're at the ports uh, that they're staying at, which I think also is really a good cool. excuse to not have to deal with buying Christmas presents and seeing people and doing all that. Because oh, you can do all that on cruise. the ship and send it. Yeah, sorry, or, or it's like, oh, sorry, we don't have a mailbox. Like we can't really send anything from here. We're yeah. in Mexico. Well, if your old cruises work, if you're young, like I said, I feel like one cruise every three years. You is really about don't all like cruises? Handle. It's all right. Have you ever been on a cruise, Spencer? I've never been. I honestly think that Spencer would like a cruise. I don't. <laughs> I don't know that I would like that. I don't mind being on a boat. It's not like I get seasick or anything, but yeah. it's like I don't want to be around the same people. Get out of here. I'd get away. Who are it's you? really Go expensive. <laughs> I know, but but Spencer, even if oh, you yeah, went on also, a cruise, you I could just see you in, in your little bikini sitting mm-hmm, out, laying mm-hmm. down, getting all the free drinks, peeking through your Looking sunglasses yeah. at the hot ladies. Yeah, I mean, at least trying it once is something I'll, I'll probably do eventually. Listen, but. it wasn't good for me because of my addiction to gambling and alcohol. I spent so much goddamn money. It was Dude, worse than Vegas for me. You kept having it like was, nightmares too about was, being on a cruise ship and it was like a tsunami oh, that came and killed yeah. you. Was ending, Two yeah. or three dreams right. like that. I did. So this wouldn't be a good retirement home for you. Where Not, would we put you instead, CJ? I, I want... I brought this up to my fiance, and she said, hell no, never, ever. I wanted to buy, like, a sailboat and just sail the world, my own boat, by myself. Oh. And she said, that's oh. a nightmare. I would never want to do that. And That sounds I was like, like a death what trap. What do you mean? That sounds amazing. Yeah, plus if I just dis... If I'm lost at sea, how awesome is that? You really want we, to be a captain, don't, don't you? We don't know what happened. He just... Lo- that... That was, if I, back in the day when I was single, if I got fired from radio, my plan was to go to Port A, get jobs down there, then start working on like little fish or oil vessels, save enough money to buy my own seafaring vessel, get some one-legged dog, and just what? sail around, <laughs> sail around the Gulf. Just say, just do, you mean a three-legged dog, sea. I hope, because at least it'll be able to walk around. No, no I, I meant a dog, dog with just a real large dog. <laughs> oh, oh. No. Worlds. 
Worst father? It's the parent pickup, and we don't think he's the worst. He's just not good at it. It's your dad, Matt Bearden, here on the C.J. Morgan Show. Yeah, I have finally run into that moment where I have to stop trying to grab the sand, you know, because if you try to squeeze sand, it just runs through. The more slips yeah. through your fingers. Yeah. What's with these metaphors, Matt? This sounds... Uh... Uh, well, I just insane. did a lot of soul searching and thinking this weekend because I've always had a pretty close relationship with my uh, daughter, and she is officially over me. Mm. And I found that out this weekend. Uh, CJ saw some of it as I chased my daughter around the fairgrounds. Um, I took her out to ACL Fest. I fully expected that she wanted to spend time with friends, and I also fully expected that she would be carving out some of the time while she was there. For us to do something. No. Oh, oh, yeah, that's mistake one. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, in the past, that has always been sort of the way it is. It is not the way it is now. In fact, she was aggravated and annoyed with me anytime I tried to help out. And the ways I tried to help out were she kept losing groups of friends, and I would say, well, you guys need to have... I, I've done... I mean, I... You have a meeting post. I don't want to give away my age completely, but I went to the very first Lollapalooza. I mean, I've, I've seen some stuff, and I said, you, you have to have a place to meet. And then everybody says, okay, at 5 o'clock, we all meet back up here in case we get separated. Phones don't work at, on fest grounds. They never do. And she was like, whatever, shut up. I'm just angry <laughs> about fair, this stuff. They do. They don't not work like they used to. Used well, to, once you true. got downtown... You had no chance right. whatsoever. Now but it's a little better. One but of the issues was still. that her phone got down to like 4%. And I contacted her. I went and found her in the fairgrounds. And I said, let me take you back to media. I can plug you in and I can I can charge you back up. And she was so annoyed because she said, well, I'm going to miss my friends. I'm not going to be able to find them now. I said, well, what did you else did you want to do? Have a dead phone and not be able to contact them? I mean, like the, I tried to tell you earlier some of this stuff when we first got here, but you wanted nothing to do with it. You're 13, so you know the world, and it's mm-hmm. time to go now. It sounds to me like these teens aren't listening to 101X like they're supposed to because we said put your phone in low battery mode. The teens aren't listening Th- to helps. anything except uh, whoever's on stage no. at that moment. They said radio's vintage. Uh, I was trying to work through some of these things, and I, and really I spent I had to spend the next two days afterwards really wrapping my brain around it. And a big part of it is just like, oh, there just comes a time when your child isn't really your child they're just a ward you need to make sure that they're fed and and clean mm-hmm. but they want literally nothing to do with you and that includes even your advice that's just helpful it's not even parental it's not even me trying to be like i know better than you or i'm i'm telling you what to do i'm literally trying to help you as like a buddy hey have this have yeah. that um, if you stand where you're planning on standing right now, I'm going to tell you, all of your friends are going to fall out in about 10 minutes because it's too hot and muggy. Someone needs to be the water person who goes back and forth. Well, that didn't happen, and two people ended up like, getting like sick. And I'm just like, this is, I'm just trying to help. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know what? I'm going to come to your defense on this, Matt. Not just because now your daughter's at the age where I can't make her laugh with my goofy stuff. She no. just rolls her eyes at me. I know. Um, that didn't hurt my feelings at all. But any, anyhow, <laughs> yes, or sounds uh, like it. <laughs> no, you were first of all the fact that she needs to be more appreciative that you're bringing her not just to ACL Fest for free. She gets to go, but hey, like you're you, not, you don't understand that when you're 13. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no, no caring for that. Come on, man. There's no caring for that, and that's okay. the thing is that well, you as a parent, you try to maneuver and you try to use logic and reasoning with an. Illogical and unreasonable person. Fair enough. But I got to say, from 
a perspective she won't understand. Sometimes I've watched you. You can be a little helicopter dad occasionally, but I get it when you're at these things. But you are, when she started throwing a temper tantrum or getting, like, instead of getting mad and you yelling at her, you're like, hey, come here real quick. You pulled her aside. Oh, you saw that? Like, you, well, <laughs> I've, seen you, I've seen you do it before. Like, I've seen you, like, politely try to talk and, and you get on their level. So I think you're trying to do a good well, yeah, job. I didn't want to mortify her in front of everybody. That's when we went to go. Uh, and I was just trying, it was trying to help her get her she w- phone charge she was she was about to be full on temper tantrum yeah and i was like part of it so we're not we gotta i gotta feed you i've been trying to find you for three hours to hook up with you just to feed you just to yeah. hand you free food and you have so wanted to avoid me that you, you i mean i can track where she is her phone's operating well, i know it dies yeah and uh, i was like it's, it's so i know you're you're okay but i'm also just trying to like hey here's a burrito and then i'll leave i'm like i'm not a tyrant yeah, yeah. but it's one of those things too and she was so mad because i was like you have to leave Kendrick at this time and meet me at this part at this and she was like I cannot I will miss the end of Kendrick with my friends and I'm like you were gonna miss all of Kendrick I'm staying now so you can see some of it like that's the compromise I know and what's but funny, you don't understand compromises when you're that I know age. I know and she ended up meeting me and she was so furious but before she even I'd set this 950 as the time she had to meet me Kendrick left the stage right before that so I was like you, you didn't miss anything it's all fine all that we're going to do is now we're ahead of the crowd to get on our bus. Yeah. Did you want to hang out here for nine hours waiting for a bus? I got a solution. Uh, it seems one of us in this room were able to connect with her, brought her lip gloss, <laughs> talked to her, brought her makeup. Yes. And that was Spencer. So maybe Spencer just needs to help. It was so happy that Emily uh, worked that out. I really appreciate that. You were the only person that made her smile and like the only one she talked to back there. Okay, because the the solution to any teenager tantrum ever is glitter. Well, it Give them glitter. It worked. It's the CJ Morgan Show with Emily, Matt Beard, and Spencer. M&M's will be giving away free refills if you run out of candy on Halloween, and we're going to try to figure out how the hell this is supposed to work. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. That's right, Emily. You said that Eminem is going to come to your house if you run out of Eminems during Halloween. Yeah, the That's red Eminem, the scariest one. He's, He's going to show, show up. up at your door and knock down your door and go, "I can't believe that you oh, made right. the biggest." No, that's not. That's oh, not Eminems. That's the Kool-Aid. It's also, man. oh yeah. That's a very dangerous oh, yeah. thing for that Eminem to do because what if throngs of kids? Set upon and eat him because alive. they're so hungry for candy. Yeah. Because you, as somebody who uh, didn't have enough Halloween candy and committed the biggest Halloween sin, has just made their Halloween so terrible. Yeah, well, uh, Eminem's going to come to the rescue and help you with yeah, that. How are they doing this and what are they doing? So they are launching something called Eminem's Halloween Rescue Squad. And uh, it will deliver free Eminem's to homes on Halloween night. No tricks involved. But uh, in order to have get your hands on some of the last-minute Halloween candies, all you have to do is head over to Eminem's Halloween Rescue Squad website on October 31st after 3 p.m. And when you do that and you say, SOS, please, I'm running out of candy, uh, they'll be able to order you some sweets to be delivered to your home within an hour thanks to their partner, GoPuff. Wall supplies last.
man, this ain't going to work. I want to try it and I want to put it to the limit. I want to put it to the <laughs> test. Be like, there's hundreds of kids waiting at my doorstep. So at 3 p.m., you just have to assume you're going to run out of candy. Register yes. and do this. But I, I really am going to do this and see if they're able to uh, complete my request or not. I want to see. And I want to see also what kind of M&Ms they bring because... Peanut butter ones? No, they're not going to bring Pretzel? the good ones because no. they're gonna they're gonna bring the boring old just chocolate M and M's all because there's so many people out there with peanut allergies and they don't want to kill any little kids by also, sending. Uh, are they're gonna deliveries. kill? They're gonna kill kids by driving around at high speeds throughout <laughs> neighborhoods candy. trying to deliver candy to keep On the uh, to quell the masses. Even better reason to order these. <laughs> what happens if uh, you order them and they're late? Ooh, um, they might be late enough to where as your house is getting egged, they show up <laughs> instead and scare the kids away or yeah, yeah, you give can them direct candy. the kids toward them. That's just their fault. Get them. It Get is them. them. He's got the M&Ms. Get them. And then all the kids run and, and start tearing his clothes apart or their clothes apart. Um, well, I don't think that'll happen. According to the president of sales and quote unquote chief Halloween op- officer. It sounds like a real job. At Mars Wrigley. They said, we're doing everything we can to inspire more mo- moments of everyday happiness this season. And honestly, if you really wanted to make me happy, M&M's, or make any child happy, then you... Would let us eat that giant red M&M. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Let us eat that guy. Or, instead of just sending the mini packages of M&M's, send us the full giant packages of M&M's. Here's the way... Full candy bars. I want this fixed. We've talked for years, uh, news stories about drones delivering stuff. They still haven't figured how to do that via sky. If you try it on the ground, people harass and destroy the, the little automated They're robots. So mean. Really sad. But if you get drones, and we're already using them across the globe, the United States is bombing the crap out of everyone. Instead, let's re-outfit the helicopter and the drone drones with M&M cannons. Yeah, 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 yeah. That can shoot or get parachute. Those, get those tubes. You remember those tubes of the M&Ms? You could launch yeah. one out of those out of that. The <laughs> M&Ms. Yeah. That might be a hazard, though. Good. Because think of how badly the hail messed up Austin recently. But then it's chocolate hail. But it's, now it's no. just hard candy only, falling from the just, sky. Just because M&Ms don't melt in your mouth doesn't mean they're not going to burn up in the atmosphere. They'll be fine. Very we'll true. Be fine. And it's not going to mess up my car. It's just going to mess up my diabetes. Is it ACL Fest or is it me? Welcome to group therapy. We're all just back from the park. And I kind of want to discuss my feelings and emotions, which have, have always like hit the spectrum. Always anger, fear, nervousness before, after, FOMO, upset. Is it ACL Fest or me? Weekend one this year, I had such a great time. I might have put it in my top five festivals ever. Was looking forward to this past weekend, weekend two. And then went home yesterday feeling sad, feeling jaded, feeling alone, feeling weird. All the stuff with ACL Fest. And I just don't get it. It's like uh, any kind of party or an event or a trip or a wedding or your own birthday. There, When you put a lot of expectation into it... um, there is a heightened sense that you need to get out of it what you're already considering. Yeah. And it's really hard. I mean, that is that 
you'd said earlier you even talked to me at the fest and you were like, oh, I'm trying to be more in the moment and uh, mindful, present. mindful. That's what present. you were saying, present. And that's what I did. And then you were enjoying into. it. Yeah. And one of the things that people do is, look, it's just an event. It's I'm not trying to belittle it. It's just an event, and it's. It can be a letdown. Very true. Just like when you when you have a house party, when you have a wedding, and it's over, you get this weird, sad feeling. I I understand that. I just uh, you know every year when I leave, I realize this could be my last one working in a media capacity. So I try to take that in. Yeah. Sunday nights, I try to stay till the bitter last moment. I mm-hmm. used to go to the secret after parties uh, because when I first moved to Austin, actually San Marcos. My first big event in the city was ACL Fest. My oh. first event working for the radio station was ACL Fest. So it's it's not just a party or a concert. It's always been a really special thing to me, almost signifying I've made it Yeah, <laughs> in a way. I think you have um, it built up in your head maybe a little bit too much. It did. And, and you know, this year... These are the first couple of years where I haven't felt the, you know, everyone has a FOMO and a jealousy and want to do this. And the last couple of years, I've been a lot more chill with that because in the past, I worked for a radio station that didn't really have any business being there. So I always tried to have cool interviews and do wacky fun stuff. And I really tried to work hard. I tried to make sure I was taking pictures with celebrities backstage. But in the recent years, I realized, like, I've climbed the pinnacle. I've been on the secret backstage of a headliner. I've gone to the invite-only parties. I've taken pictures with celebrities. I've gone and I've had wristbands to... I've done it. I've done all that crap, so what does it matter anymore? Are you saying you've run out of news, so it's feeling blah for you? you? Or that you've hit your peak? Do you need a a new uh, festival position? I will see it. (laughs) Well, see, that's that's also kind of what I, I don't know, because yesterday, for... Weekend one, I did exactly what I used to do. Instead of sitting around in the media area and just sitting with friends, I I got out in the park. I was present. I was in the moment. I wandered around, and I was going to do that weekend, too. And then I just sat around. I was like, my coworkers, they're too young. I don't want to be hanging out with them. Uh, I don't. I I just. I got sad. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I I get what you're saying. It's it doesn't have the magic anymore. It's the equivalent. But it of, did. But weekend, I think, but weekend it, one, well, it had the magic. It came back, and then yesterday, the magic was gone. Yesterday was the last day. And CJ, we have been working for f- over 14 days in a row. Yeah. 14 but I days feel in like a row. The, I feel like almost a drug. I'm chasing the dragon. Like, I feel like on the it's last day, have to come down I need to point. stay until yeah, the bitter end. No, no, no. I no. stayed till the bitter end. And uh, what am I wearing right now, CJ? Uh, what you were wearing last night. See, you had a good time. I was wearing pajamas, and I'm wearing a big sweatshirt. Uh, secretly, no bra under this. Don't comment. And I have a headache. And that's what happens when you stay until the bitter end. And sure, the show was good. But you so many times. You gotta allow yourself to take rests too, and yeah. that you've had those experiences before. Also, yeah, and that old thing, it's like I'm not gonna get side stage anymore because they changed the way that works. Um, I saw M83 at ACL Live in comfortable seats right yeah. up front. So it's like, man, I'm not gonna get what I need musically out of the fest other than doing this, but then also all my friends 
have also aged out. They yeah. used to work for C3. They used to be the artist man. They, even now those, they have kids. Even those friends don't attend anymore. Or right? e- even the friends that you do have attend and they're pregnant. Well, or the <laughs> friends that attend are 20 years younger than me because they're my coworkers. Yeah. Um, I just left feeling sad and weird. I think also part of it's because I left early enough to go to the Lego store, but I got there when they were closed. Oh, that would make <laughs> um, me sad. That's really why you're sad. I don't sad. know. I got a vent here on this group therapy, but let's come back and talk more as a group together as to, you know, is it ACL Fest or is it us? Not just being in media, but I mean, out there, if you're, are you aging out of the fest? What's happening? Because everyone bitches every year about it, and I just want to know, is it is it the fest or is it you? We spotted the... Is it the Austin City Limits Music Festival, or is it just me, or is it just you? Do we care? Are we aging out of it? Uh, I mentioned in the last segment it's always kind of been a special thing for me because it was the first big thing I attended when I moved here, when I worked here, but I want to know. Anyway, you keep saying, you keep adding the, you've gone from am I aging out of it to are we aging? (laughs) I don't think you can accept the fact that you are aging, and that's really what this bit is today, the group therapy. Because it has nothing to do with festivals. It's literally just you're growing up and you're having an issue with it, I think. Maybe. No. Maybe not. No, no, maybe. I don't know. I mean, you were mentioning that the festival just didn't have his, its magic on the last day. For you. Be- but I'll tell you yeah. that I have a 13-year-old daughter there, and guess what? The festival had its magic yeah. through and through. And, and CJ, you know... When you were describing the magic that you missed out on, you were like, oh, well, I have to stay, you know, and see the headliner until the end of the festival. I have to go to the after parties, whatever. Maybe it's that you've done all of those things so many times, but have, okay. I was also laugh. You're going to laugh when I give the suggestion, but have you tried some of the other things at the festival before? Like the silent disco? I know that sounds silly, but that's something that is completely out of your comfort zone. Something that I can't imagine you going going to or being at. But maybe if you try to go down a completely different path in your festival experience, you're going to create new memories that you've never had before because you've never been even close to doing something like that I'm in the I'm going to piggyback on what she's saying, and I'm going to say that if you want to rekindle your love really with any festivals, if festivals is a thing that you like... Um, then you need to go to uh, a Bonnaroo or Coachella or something. The problem is, is you're a fifth-year senior uh, at your festival. Not an old man. Don't say old man. You have done all the things at that festival. It's kind of small now for you, but for you to come back and see it in new eyes, I think you need to go somewhere else where you don't have access to all the spots. I need to go to the boom room. At this AC, I've only been through, I passed through it once, but You're, I mean, that's the super no, ultra elite you room. Even, you can't even, that, I'm telling you right now, this is, you've been with this young lady for years. Dude, you're, if I'm at Bonnaroo, you don't think I'm going to be looking at every special entrance and thinking like, oh damn. So is that why you go to a festival is to it's, feel it's, special? No, not at all. VIP. It's not. Yeah, because, maybe that's what because, it is. No, that's because, what I was suspecting. It, How much of this were you enjoying for other people, taking pictures with celebrities to show not, people, taking pictures with bands to show other people? How much of it have well, you done early on, just, very for, much, just for CJ? Because I was punching my way up through radio and hustling to try to have a reason to justify why I'm at ACL Fest. But and now you know we're kind of here, and I just I still enjoy you doing got it. But so many great interviews the first weekend that you didn't need to do any pickups or interview anybody a second time or whatever. So you had fewer weekend, and maybe that you felt like oh that 
there was a big, a bit of a, for a big word here, denouement to your festival experience. Ooh, that was a big thank, word. Thank you, appreciate yeah, it. Perhaps, that was, perhaps yeah. that was it. It's kind of like the wrap-up ending, even after the ending, a little extra ending, yeah. Oh, nice. Well, I guess it's also, you know, I feel like, because we, we, we have coworkers, we have friends that... If they get the credentials, they don't use them for but a couple hours a day. But if they don't get them, they bitch about, well, like, well, the station doesn't like, why didn't this I get a it second, going? It's you're like, trying to change topics. They're, they're, well, no, I'm saying, like, I feel like if I have, if I get into ACL Fest, I have to use everything. Every, if I hunt the buffalo, I have to use everything from it. To justify my existence, sure. Not just personally, but also work-wise. Don't worry about what those other people are wasting time for. I mean, they're not—they're yeah. taking for granted this privilege that they've been did, given. Did You're you not. Did you go get a free Narcan sample? Uh, no, but I walked well, it by. Sounds I like you, it sounds like exactly. you did. Did you go to uh, Austin Kitty Limits? Uh, that sounds like you didn't do everything at the festival. Did you try the new portal that's that they had this year? Uh, for no. Gen Pop? Sounds oh, wait, like you I did. did. Actually, I did. I used a big one. I did drugs in it. Did you, try, uh, <laughs> did you try the two different types of soft pretzels that were there? One of them uh, significantly better than the other one. I'm not going to shout out which one it was because I did. And I, I bet you didn't have that experience. All right. I got the idea. What I'm going to do next year is cut my media wristband off as soon as I get there. <laughs> Sneak my way into the fest and find a way to sneak my way back. I'm going to just sneak every... Create an adventure. Just create an adventure sure. for myself. God, I can't wait for you to get arrested. Emily's a whore. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Emily's a horror fan. I got you so good, didn't yeah, I? You got me somewhere. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that, that I'm a Nerd. nerd! is a horror fan, a Halloween fan, and we've kind of been doing a thing all month long where Emily watches two scary Halloween-style movies that you pick. Uh, and turns out, you really loved Carrie, and I'm so happy because for me, that is a not just a classic piece of cinema, of filmmaking, but it's just a really good old old horror movie. It was because so good! A lot of people uh, knock it because it's so slow Paste. Really it doesn't isn't. have like a big like yeah. See, that's what I think too. Well, yeah, those these these people grew up on our fast paced, uh, sort of scary, exciting jump scares around every booby corner. Slasher, movies. Booby yeah. slasher, booby I'm slasher, booby slasher. I'm so Boobies. over jump scares, honestly. Too, like man. I'm so over it. If well, I'm going to be scared, it's not going to be like sure. And for one second, yeah. See, it didn't. It didn't even affect me. Yeah, it doesn't there's, do there's anything. There's no lead up or suspense. No, for one second, it could really uh, scare you. But then after that, I'm not going to think about it in the shower or when I go to sleep or anything. Right, but if that's it's not a art, good the art part, you know, horror movie where it just gets into your head and it creeps in there or like you finish the movie and you're like, oh, that wasn't too bad. And then you just think about it and it lingers. And that's what Carrie does me. because it's about bullying and man, oh, man. Can I relate? Uh, just kidding. Sort of, kind of, not really. But I'm really excited because this week, so how it happens is every single week you can go on to our Twitter at CJ Morgan Show or our Instagram at CJ Morgan Show and vote. And how I'd pick is earlier in the season, everybody gave me suggestions and I use a of random. like, yeah, what we think you should watch. Yeah, I use a random number generator and I pick two quote unquote older classic horror movies and then two quote unquote modern 
So this week, the numbers, the random number generator created some uh, odd choices. And I'm going to explain them to you here. So our options this week are Cujo, Low, Phantasm, and Rubber. And some of these you probably have never heard of, right, Phantasm's freaky and weird. Um, I I, I haven't watched Cujo in forever, but I remember it all takes place just in one spot, right? It's one of those where you're just in one zone. I don't know. I don't know. We can't. We can't. That's the point. I've not seen any of these. (laughs) Shut up, CJ. Stop spoiling it. Don't spoil it. I don't read the Wikipedias, but yes. Cujo, basically Killer K9, wasn't it? A Stephen King book? Yes. Yeah, yes. It was a Stephen King Another book. Another Stephen King, man. Oh yeah. my gosh, if I did two in a row, that'd be awesome. Um, and then Low, I have gotten suggested suggested a million times by like really, really niche horror fans. And the description is super vague. It just says a man uses a demon to save his girlfriend. Ah, classic. But the demon has a nefarious plan. Instead, oh. dirty demons. It has a seventy-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty dang good for a horror movie, especially a like experimental indie horror movie. Uh, next up, we also have Phantasm, which you recognized, right, CJ? You know I, this I one? remember it being like really weird uh, stuff in it. It just says, <laughs> yeah, it's from 1979, and it says the residents of a small town have begun dying under strange circumstances, uh, leading young Mike to investigate. It's like a little weird wizard dude or something. And they, he, yeah. <laughs> I'm not spoiling it. <laughs> They discover that it's the tall man or something. But I, that's all. That's it. That's all I'm going to go into for the description of that one. And then finally, we have Rubber, Ugh. which... Yes, okay, Spencer, you, you hate this Yeah, you one. keep being upset about I that. I saw it's when it came bad. out about uh, a little over a decade ago. Now the premise is silly. It's just, it's literally just a tire. It's a not a whole... A car tire comes an, to life with the power to make people explode. It's literally just the rubber part of the tire, too. Yeah. And it's not even a whole tire. Now, it's, it's silly. It's absurd. But I wanted to jump into it and enjoy it because of how dumb the premise was. And I couldn't. It's that bad. <laughs> Is it really that bad, though? Uh, that's because a difference of opinion. Because it's not a good bad... I like no, a good bad. That's what I was thinking it was going to be. So bad it's good. Even if it is intentionally done that way instead of just, you know, an unintentional one like Ed Wood films or things like that in the past. But, man, for me personally, and maybe it's because I watch it alone instead of without. Sure. Like this, I, I would recommend if that gets selected, watch it with some friends for yeah, sure. Because I watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space last weekend because you dang people chose it. And I did not really enjoy it. I mean, I, I like weird, campy films, so I got it, I guess. But I would never watch it again. See, I'm also not a fan of Killer Clowns, even though it's... I, I wasn't I, either. I think it's endearing, though, more so than something like Rubber, though, because at yeah. least those people were trying in earnest, whereas the people that made Rubber were obviously... They were just like, yeah, we're going to make a silly movie intentionally. Okay. Um, well, I, you know, my my uh, opinions are still open. I'm not going to judge it until I see it. But correct. I will only yes. watch it if it's one of the top two... Uh, choices and again you can go vote at CJ Morgan Show on Instagram and Twitter. Currently, let me tell you the standings. We've got Cujo and uh, Phantasm basically neck and neck on Twitter and basically neck and neck on Instagram too. So gotta decide between those two and I, I bet that's Please pick be the a good winner. one for yeah. Emily to watch. Uh last thing really quick since you like horror, uh how did the ghost scare the queen bug? How? She went boo 
Scooby. <laughs> I'm sorry, the three. Queen Bug. Uh, yeah, you, the Queen Bug, the Queen Bee. Uh, you, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a joke to grab someone's boobs. You go boobie. He reverse engineered the joke because he just wanted to say boobie. It's the CJ Morgan Show. Hi, 101X. Talking horror movies. Emily's watching two new ones she's never seen before in a week. We got someone on the line. Caller. Hi, yes, hello. <laughs> hey there, CJ. Um, I was just uh, seeing if y'all remember all the buzz around the Blair Witch Project back in the day. I'm old and I don't tweet, so I can't vote as to what Emily watches, but... Just. See, I had that. I had that up uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it didn't win, and I was really upset because I haven't. I haven't seen that movie in years. Yeah, okay. I, we're getting some buzz around it now. Is it? Are were you going to kind of talk about why people are talking about it today? No, not really. Just uh, you know, what I was like a senior in high school whenever it came out. No. Okay. It's supposed to. Be, what's up? The, well, the question I got to ask you. People are saying that back in our day, we thought it was real. Yeah, isn't like that Like a documentary. True? I didn't think that. Did you call her? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I, I did, and that's what made it so much more exciting and uh, worked out well for me on a first date because the uh, date did not want to spend the night alone afterwards. So. Ooh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Tr- <laughs> hey, tricking, tricking someone to get a kiss. Yep. Look at that. Yep. Well, <laughs> but, thank you for the call, and I guess that's an interesting thing to discuss is, uh, man, a lot of people, kids these days, thought the Blair Witch was real. I, do, I don't remember it being that. I don't remember anyone thinking it was real. That it was an actually Yeah, because it was one of the first like big found footage films, but I don't think yeah. any of my friends, anyone in my high school, I don't think anyone thought that this did was Did you a, watch the movie when it came out, though? Yeah, on like why VHS, did, but... Oh, well, why did you wait till VHS? Why didn't you go see it in theaters? Because I, I don't like horror movies. I don't like scary oh, movies. Oh, so you didn't, it was you didn't real, believe in it because it was real you jumpy. were scared. No, I did I don't think... I don't think anyone thought that this was a real thing quite as big as we think it was. Um, hmm, I don't know. You could let us know. Right, text us. Or- yeah, text us 512-835-1015 uh, before we move on to our next chunk of, of the stuff. Spencer, real quick, did you think Blair Witch was real when it came out? Did you think it was based on actual found footage or did you realize, oh, it's just a movie? I can't remember. Initially, I think when it first was like teasing and stuff like that, I thought maybe a little bit it was real, but... You know, once it had come out as a movie, I'd put things together. I was like, how? They're not going to do that. You did believe at the beginning. For a little bit, yeah. Okay, interesting thought. Well, we'll have to discuss that more, and we're welcome uh, welcoming your opinion again at CJ Morgan Show or 835-105. Please steal Emily's clothes. Please, just take it. She, <laughs> she can't even sell it on OnlyFans. And- no. No one wants her clothes. I'm begging you, somebody, please take my clothes. I have noticed over the years that I've I've started dressing a little bit more like a bum. I don't know if it's because I now am in a secure, solid relationship and it doesn't really matter what I look like. Or because my body's changing. I don't really know how things fit me anymore. Or because I'm poor and I don't want to buy any fancy clothes and I can't afford designer. But this is <sighs> CJ and Spencer, the second time that I have been around some sort of break-in or burglary and the burglar has decided to pass on my clothing items. 
My clothing items refuse to get swiped by burglars, a.k.a. the lowest of the low, the people that just want to sell things to make it make a buck. And I am I am over it. Honestly, I'm very sad. Uh, We were out at ACL Fest and we had some stuff swiped from backstage and it was, you know, two people's backpacks. And I was like, oh, well, where were your backpack? Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm really nervous. I haven't seen these cowboy boots that I, I left here uh, backstage in a while. So um, I, I hope they didn't take my, my cowboy boots. And uh, they go, oh, no, 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 they didn't. They, they're, they're still under your there. Your stinky Don't worry. shoes are still there. And they, <laughs> they did not want to take my cowboy boots. And, you know, that was I, I was very offended. And then a couple of months ago, um, I think a couple of months at this point here at the station, we had somebody come and break into the station. And there's video footage of the, <laughs> the burglar yeah. putting on my jean jacket, thinking about it and then going, and then just leaving it on the ground and taking off with something else. Are you not fashionable enough? I, I feel I like you always have a kind know. of cool, unique outfit for events. But. I mean, maybe it's just that I don't have the style that they think that could sell. They're just basically offending me and telling me that I don't have quality style that could be refurbished or used for themselves. Because those cowboy boots, let me tell you, those cowboy boots, those are men's cowboy boots. Not that I'm going to point fingers at who stole our stuff, but statistically more likely to be a man. And I have big feet, as you know, (laughs) CJ, as you like to make fun of. My feet? Uh, her hobbit feet and mm-hmm. her little hairy chonkers. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, people would pay good money online for those boots, and, and some thief missed a great opportunity. Exactly. I don't know why instead they went for a couple of digital cameras right? and, and tools and things like that. When yeah, they, when they had your boots. Items. When my boots were right there. I mean, okay. I did get the boots at a resale shop for $30 and it was like a resale shop that only um, gave old people jobs and it was really cute and adorable. So I don't really know exactly what kind of boots they are. They're pretty worn, but hey, they're cowboy boots. Those things are expensive. $30 for cowboy boots. That was a steal. I stole them first, basically. And uh, then hmm. people just refused to, to steal my clothing. How do we know that the second stealing that they wear like? Just like, ah, we're in Texas. That might be going too far to steal someone's boots. Steal somebody's boots? I don't want them wrangling up a posse and coming after me. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, (laughs) wait. That may have happened. Actually, we can't get into that. But But I've never really been able to afford designer or anything. So I know all of my stuff is mainly thrifted or I get it at Marshall's or or somewhere somewhere cheap. Nothing wrong with that. But it kind of makes me feel bad that I'm 25 years old (laughs) and I don't own anything of value. You know, like that nothing that I, I, I wear is of value. I didn't have anything of value in my possession until I started buying swords and Legos when I was like 35. So don't worry. <laughs> It'll take a couple of years. It'll, and then great. once you have all these things, you look upon your possessions and think, what is this? What have I become? What have I become? Uh, what I is just, the first thing that I should invest in? Uh, clothing like wise. Legos and swords. Clothing no, wise. Clothing wise. Man, get you a get myself really, bougie. really cool jean jacket with a poof on it poof? that you can embroider your name on the back, put some buttons on. I think you need to get you a nice pair of boots from either 
you know, Tacovas or or maybe some uh, Lucchese, something like that. Boots that hurt to wear and you're scared to wear them because they're so expensive. Okay. That's what I did. Do you have anything like that? Any, uh, any yeah. wardrobe items like that um, that you're almost scared to wear out because you're like, this is this is my one thing? This, uh, yeah, you don't yeah. have to worry about them getting stolen. We know that. <laughs> but do you have to worry about them uh, um, ruining? Like, there's got to be... I have one Kate Spade bag that was a hand-me-down of a hand-me-down, and the only reason why I'm worried about carrying it is because it only has two straps, and it doesn't have the complete full body across strap, and I'm, I'm a little old lady, and i got to have my full body across. If it just has two hand straps where I have to hold You're it gonna with my hand, it, or, I'm going to lose yeah. it. Uh, d- one of the things that would definitely get stolen, well, I, don't, I don't really know that. I don't know if people steal things like these besides shoes. You know, if you got a pair of like underwear? real clean vintage Jordans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I leave my underwear and, and socks in the studio. They never get stolen. Even the janitor doesn't pick them up. Um, when uh, when my fiance went on vacation, she stopped at like this old kind of vintage. wasn't even a vintage store. It's just like an old, you know, clothing store in New Mexico. And she went and looked, and she's like, I saw this bolo that was incredible, a bolo tie that you would have loved. I was like, why didn't you get it? And she's like, oh, it was $500. Oh, was my like, God. Oh, thanks for not getting that. And that would That's ridiculous. And then after this weekend, after the festival where I wore my different bolos, I was like, I'm kind of pissed you didn't get the bolo. And she's like, it was $500. $500. Like, yeah, but it's a statement piece. Some people spend that much on neckties. Uh, you you know, know, if I would have had a just a one, get you a real nice bolo, Emily. I'm sad because I, I wish you had that bolo because when everything got stolen was around the time that you were having a lot of fun at the festival. So that bolo might have been taken off, Ooh. put across my boots, and then finally, finally, somebody would have stolen Ooh, my yeah. boots if there was a $500 bolo tie bolo, on top yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, just, just because of some crappy piece of jade and yeah. an overpriced antique shop bolo. Well, yeah. Emily, best of luck. I hope someone Maybe next time. steals your clothes someday. Yeah, hopefully. Got a question about concert etiquette. Uh, This is popping around Reddit Austin, where all radio people go to steal their material. Uh, And the Reddit ACL Fest, uh, it is titled Disrespectful AF. I'm going to read you what this uh, poster wrote, and you're going to tell me if this is Disrespectful AF. Currently at Kevin Carl, and these Niall Horan fans are here sitting parentheses, two of them in chairs in a no-chair zone, mind you, close parentheses, during his set. Absolutely cannot stand people like this. Stand up for the performers, even if you're not here to see them specifically. Uh, Mm. Shut up. I got some thoughts, and Spencer summed it up. We get in the segment now because Spencer just summed up exactly <laughs> what I Say think. It one more Shut time. up! You're yeah. seeing your favorite artist. What are you complaining See, about? This is this is kind of what I thought, but surprisingly, in this post, which is on the uh, ACL Fest Reddit, a lot of people agree. They're like, "18s up festivals are so much better. Just start a mosh pit. This is so rude. Full of." Bozos, uh, Neil Horan fans, Nile, whatever. Nile Horan fans. They would have been so mad if we did this. I think this is a massive overreaction. People, you've stood and camped out at ACL Fest stages since ACL Fest has begun. That's what you used to do. You would go get your blanket and your friends. You'd be like, oh, I want to see Foo Fighters tonight, so I'm just going to stay at this stage and see all the bands here. Now, granted, it's got a lot more packed, and it's become a lot more difficult to do that, 
But I clicked on the video this person took, and look how far back they are from the stage. They're not like yeah, they're up, not super. They're up not close. up close. Uh, the girls, the little, they're, they're teen girls that are sitting. They're sitting on a blanket. They're on their phones. They're doing their own thing. And the chairs they have are those really tiny camp chairs. It's not like the bigger camp chairs or. Okay. Adirondacks that you have in the no chair zone. They're sitting there not paying attention to it. So what? So what if they're not paying attention? Would you rather them stand in front of you and talk? Would you rather them push their way through the crowd to get ready for the next act? It's not a big deal. I can't believe that I'm slightly siding with the poster here, but biased. But I'm just going to say. If it says no chair zone, oh, that well. means no chair zone. No, That's the thing that would that. bother me yeah. is if it's a no chair zone, the reason why is it's because you're trying thing. to, it's a safety thing Absolutely. and you want to get close to the stage and you want, you know, to arguably have everybody participate. I yeah. agree with that. That's but those complaint, chairs, <laughs> those chairs are so tiny. I wouldn't I count them guess. as chairs because it, they're basically the same size. Have you seen some people that get the little stools, the step stools to stand on? Yeah. Same, same size as that. I guess, but a blanket? Yeah. They, they're trying to create space and save space in a section where they should not be allowed to then save space. stand on their blanket. Yes. <laughs> yeah, then they be stand one of those on their people. blanket. But, the, but the thing, they're not doing anything wrong. And then the poster said, we told them afterwards how disrespectful it was when he finished. And the mom oh, apologized. See, that's lame. It's literally common sense and decency. And this seems to me like someone who's being a crowd Karen. This is one of those people that wishes morality was like a law or like, like being rude to people. Like, but, I I wish I had police, and if you spit on the like sidewalk, just they're, shut up. But shut up. Shut your mouth. They're we're trying to listen to music. They're not even doing anything that wrong. They're not smoking. They're not like the crowd, the people in front of Emily who were making out and drinking. There are annoying <laughs> people being asshats at crowds, but these kids weren't. They're literally sitting and waiting. I would rather them sit down and not be on their phones and not be talking instead of doing it standing in front of me yeah like yeah, they're waiting I for the that. next band good for them hey if you if you, that pisses you off do what look, they did and get there earlier. Look, I get know. Get there earlier. I know you're get in front of them. You're perpetually online. You're on Reddit. It's your first time to go out and, quote, touch grass. It's great. But not everything needs to be complained about. This is coming from a grumpy guy who's upset who all the time. Yeah, two, who complains all the time. <laughs> two people who complain about everything. And not to mention, like, I can tell this poster, like, as I read more into the thread last night, I was like, oh, this really is a Karen. Because then... It wasn't like you're not, she's not just, she, I could see some CJ in this, or, or she or he, they, aren't just mad at the little girls in front of them that took the blanket space. They're like, these are the type of people that don't put shopping carts back and and started generalizing as all this other stuff. It's like, <laughs> these dude, are kids. These are kids so are people who got in- to a stage early, put a blanket down, probably when there was no crowd around them, put a blanket in front of the chair section, which you're allowed to do. You can put a blanket in front of the barricade and sit there if you want. Is it a good idea? No. It's probably not as it gets more packed. <laughs> yeah. And and also, like, if they had started yelling at you to get off their blankets and get back, like, they weren't even being annoying. I don't know. Am I, am uh, I the ass here? Text us, 512-835-1015. I just, I feel like it's not, 
It's not a big deal. I'm still going to stick with the get behind the chair zone, please. I think let's just follow rules. I'm boring. Let's let's throw out the chair thing because the chair thing wasn't even the main deal. That was... Well, that was in in parentheses, if you recall. They were upset that they weren't standing up for the performers, that they were... It's disrespectful to the performer on stage. The performer can't see them. The performer can't see, doesn't care. The performer cannot see them. What if they were just sitting down in the grass? No blanket, no chair. If they're just sitting down in the grass, I feel like she's still going to be pissed. Of course. That's true. They're disrespecting my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. No one cares about what you like. And you know, know, if you were an actual nice person who understood how to communicate properly, sometimes what you can say is, hey, this is my favorite band. I'm going to leave before Nile. Would it be cool if I stand in front of you guys just for a second? Because I really, really want to see this person. Yeah, but why and even do they that? Would, they weren't even they doing would, anything. I know, but she I made, bet that they would say yes if you were just would. nice. But this poster made themselves distracted by that going yep. on. When Emily had a dude spill beer all over him, what did you do? The guy that spilled beer all over you. By the way, this is tell Spencer this is awesome. Oh yeah, I uh, he he his his cup landed in front of me, <laughs> and I uh, instinctively kicked it back at him and splashed it all over him. Yeah. <laughs> and he was so drunk that he had no idea where his why his cup came back at him. So um, take that, <laughs> take yeah. that. Yeah. Maybe we can How talk rude, more Emily, about that. Why didn't you just pick it up and give it back to him politely? Oh, because those were my favorite pair of pants. I just <laughs> bought them. They were the first time uh, that I've worn them. The green from ones. The green ones. Oh, those were nice pants. And I don't have a washer dryer anymore. As someone <laughs> who bitches at festivals, because I had a very annoying thing happen to me yesterday, and I just let it pass, and luckily it worked itself out. As someone who constantly bitches, and I've I've made viral blog posts about the annoying <laughs> festival behaviors and stuff, you really got to pick your battles. And this one, that's not a battle. They If they were up and talking and on their phones and annoying you, you would rather that? No. Plus, Kevin Carl, come on, man. You, there's so much better stuff going on at other stages at that time. Did you know? If the cat's winking at you... It means it trusts you. That's right. Did you know whenever a cat slowly closes its eyes and opens them or just does a little one-eye wink, that means they recognize you as a friend. It's Did You Know, where you learn facts just like that. Started with Did You Know. Emily, did you know that? Does your cat wink at you? Or she does d- wink at me. I've also heard things about... It's also because about- you're looking good today. Your cat's like, hey, mama. Wink. Wink, wink. wink. Uh, no, I never look good around her. She's She sees me at my worst. And you don't around us either. I was just trying to be nice, but geez, <laughs> ruin the bit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I did not know that about the cats. But did you know about cats? This is not my did you know. Do not count this as my did you know. But did you know that uh, if well, cats... Well, if you're saying did you know, it has to be true, right, gentlemen? That's correct. Okay, well, fine. But this isn't factual. my did you know. This is a did you know. But it's a did you know, so it's know. true. Okay, so sure. D- we don't want to get know? sued. Did you know that if your cat shows uh, their belly to you, that means that they really like you. But if they show your uh, their beehole, their behind... They really like and you. try to stick it in your face. It's because they think they are uh, that you are their mother because their moms used to uh, clean their bottoms. So my cat does like to put her bottom in my face a lot, and I do not lick it. Okay, good. That is Thank disgusting. You. Oh, good, good, good. Can I go? Can I move on to my real? Did you know? Yeah, also, that wasn't it. No, yeah, your cat that. would be really disappointed because did you know humans don't have that sandpaper tongue? <laughs> they don't. So it would be a different feeling. Well, yeah. it would feel pretty good, I would imagine. No, <laughs> no the sandpaper, they like, they're used to that because it's all gritty. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't want to 
want to say my did you know anymore. That that felt like a good did you know. Well, you yeah. wanna, it does. And I, I feel like if it wasn't going to be your did you know, you could have kept that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll, hey. I'll keep that one. But yeah. now we have this image of you and your cat. With the butt in the face. <laughs> we're just kissing a little bit. No, I don't do that with my cat. Please. What's Matt, your cat's name? Lucy. Did you know? Got some Lucy stool. Okay, Sorry, didn't mean to cover <laughs> over the top of you. I was just trying to make it stop. Please, hey, did you know? I don't. I don't have sex uh, with my cat. Adolf Hitler was exposed <laughs> to uh, poison gas during World War One. Yes. So he was absolutely adamant about not using poison gas on the battlefield in World War Two, as he said it would be cruel. <laughs> so it turns out Adolf apparently great guy. He's like, those Jeez. aren't the war crimes I want to commit. I want to do, so do much that you would, worse war it's crimes. It's so bizarre that you would, like, that that guy of all the guys would have limits. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> all the guys. Hi, I'm murdering millions of people, but I need to do it in my own special. It doesn't. Uh. He he ordered them to be gassed. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, did you know? Uh, a lot of the ice cream you get at the stores isn't actually ice cream. Majority if of the so-called. It's Emily and her cat. It's ass cream. Okay. You really Sorry. just want to bring no, it back to the cat right? uh-huh. Spencer, please bring us out of Hitler and cat ass. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I can't have Did You Know ending on, like, a mass murderer and Emily's weird thing with her pet. Are you sure? No, please, just go ahead. Maybe I want to leave it there and not explain the rest. Maybe yeah. I want the mystery. Okay, there we go. It ends here. Did, <laughs> Did you, you know, know that this t- segment's so stupid? <laughs> yeah, I think everyone knows that. <laughs> there are even creepers... In the animal kingdom. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Do you mix acid into a base, base into an acid, or just take the acid? Matt Bearden's going to let us know here on the CJ Morgan Show. Uh, here's the Weird or Wired for here. Uh, modern day females have developed all kinds of different methods for telling a dude to F off. A okay. bar or what have you. Yeah, uh, pepper uh, spray. Fake phone numbers. Uh, you've got a friend who you have code words with. There's all kinds of stuff. Emily, cr- agreed? Oh, absolutely agreed. That's why we go to the bathroom in pairs, right. too. Remember? Sometimes you just you can't get rid of a dude or whatever. Nope. Turns out that... It's, uh, it's sad when a dude doesn't recognize it or well, realize it. You know it? what I mean? Well, yes, yes. And sometimes it's because... There's some spectrum issues going on. I was about to say that's. I was thinking of a particular person. Uh, yes, but then sometimes it's also just the guys in a hole or can't pick Keep up trying, on clues. Bro. Uh, well, it turns. It turns out we're animals. And we aren't the only animals that try to get rid of dudes that we don't like. (laughs) Frogs uh, uh, engage in something called tonic immobility. They spray and then you get paralyzed? No, it's a uh, female frogs fake their own deaths oh, in an I love effort it. to avoid unwanted male advances. You Yikes. go, girl. That yeah. is some girl boss stuff. I, I love it. it. I, I love don't know. it. That ain't going to stop a college frat, bro. Uh, female European common frogs employ a few different tactics to avoid mating. Uh, one of them is rotating their bodies. Uh, one is using mm-hmm. a call that's similar to that of males to nice. try to throw the male off and make him think, oh, that's, <laughs> that's another male. It's not going to stop mm-hmm. some for us. Uh, and then, of course, the one I'm talking about right now, tonic immobility, is when they basically pretend to be dead. The guy kind of crawls on and then he's like, oh, this isn't. This is weird. This is a dead frog. I'm and not then into this. Goes away. Mm-hmm. 
Man, uh, don't say do this segment. My fiance's listening right now. Well, I you was, don't want her to know how to play dead. Yeah, I was how do you know s- she hasn't when you've woken her up in the middle of the night? Hey, honey, gonna, right? I was going to spoil it for you. The uh, female equivalent these days is the. Oh no, I'm really tired. Right. Oh tonight. no, that's not like, these days. I'm that's a long yeah. Super sleepy. It's a classic. It's I, I had a long day at work. That's why it still um, works. Maybe in the morning we can try, but just hey, right now, no. say that you just pooped and you feel like you got to do it again. <laughs> That'll work, right? <laughs> some shut people down. it won't work with though. Uh, okay. Some people like, they will really want to pounce well, what, on. What you else more. we got for animals? <laughs> well, I like well, this. No, my my wife actually will say to me sometimes, "I'm dead," and I'm like, "Oh," and then I'm sad. No. And then the next morning, I'm happy because I'm like, wait, she came back to life. She's alive. Uh, Additionally, multiple males will pile onto a single female and form what is known as a mating ball. <laughs> what? Jesus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a nightmare. This is actually. the Duke lacrosse team. Bad joke. But, you know, Bad I'm, joke. I'm trying also, to say does guys it turn are, out to, you guys know what I mean? Horrible. Oh yeah. my god. Uh, anyway, I, I just really like this that this idea that an animal they have come up with this whole. It, it's like oh. <sighs> Mating is really something that wants a lot of people want to be not involved in from time to time. Classic children's movies turned into horror adaptations. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That ain't still around. Computer load up, celery man, please. Yes. Got some clickbait that is joke clickbait. So we're going to do some corny puns, I guess, is what this article is of the uh, top horror adaptations turned into classic children's movies. Let's start with Grinding Nemo. Poor little whoa, fish getting cut whoa. up into nothing. Oh, is that what this is? Oh, I thought this was a a porn thing. It could be that too. Uh, honey, <laughs> I slaughtered the kids. Okay. Oh. Hi. So, are you saying these are real? Freaky Friday the 13th. Oh, wait. That one might be pretty cool. That one would be incredible if they switched bodies. Oh, wait. They already did that with Vince Vaughn. It's called Freaky. Snow White and the Seven Dahmers. No, I'm not going for that one. (laughs) Are you sure this is not a sex thing? Uh, Mary Choppins. (laughs) If it was me, it'd be Mary Ploppins. Harry, uh, Harry, mm, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Too descriptive. Lady in the Cujo. <laughs> oh, I'm about to watch that one. Uh, who filleted Roger Rabbit? So, this Okay, this one's so, funny. Is this a just change one word to make it a horror movie or something? <laughs> like, Splatatooey. Okay. <laughs> Did they, uh, that's a good murder one. Okay, question. Do they kill the rat and that's what make, goes splat? Or is... I think the, the killer. The or rats, is he the killer. The, the rat's the killer. But he's he poisoning this, people. But he's in like the helmet he's or behind the mask. He's controlling the guy controlling. to make him kill and then and cooking people oh, for people to eat. Linguini. Oh, my goodness. That's the, um, that's the best one. How to train your poltergeist. Come on. You know what? Splatatouille is one that actually could work. That We're going to make exciting. a Splatatouille. That sounds like it would be fun. Um, are we going to cast each other as the characters of Splatatouille? Okay, who's going to be a good dead body? Remy the rat. Who oh. out of here would be a good Remy? I honestly I feel like Spencer. You would what? be you're the producer. I feel like you are what? the Remy and then uh CJ's Remy. the linguini. Remy also has passion for things. I don't have any passion. It died a long time ago. You have passion <gasps> for being sad and lazy. Wait, wait, wait. That's perfect for horror though. 
Exactly. It is. I find my passion in killing now. It becomes slaughter and murder. And you just sit on CJ's uh, arms, like over on his shoulders, and then you control his body. Poor CJ. He's he's already got back issues. I'm going to crush him. And then I'll run away. We have to do Splatatouille as a live action one. Okay. But uh, nothing scarier than eating people, and then it it kills you. So there's got to be some better horror movies that we can turn children's ones into. I want to see the spinoff Scatatouille. Uh, again, we're not we're not talking uh, those type of movies. Even okay. though that does work exactly. Uh, but I, I feel like, somehow feel like I would still be the same role in Scatatouille somehow. Hallow Halloweener. Hallow. What is that supposed to be? Halloween's already but a what, horror movie. Yeah. What's the child's no, movie? No, Hall- Halloweeners just say it's a porno. It's just. A, <laughs> it's, oh. It's a, it's a haunted dong. Okay. What about uh, Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory that secretly has knives in the candy? Isn't Willy That's Wonka a already name. a horror film? <laughs> <laughs> See, but all of the parents are scared that there's knives and, and, and blades and their kids' candy, so it could be Willy no, Wonka. they're scared the, now that there's drugs in it, so it would be Willy, Willy Wonka, Wonka and the Edible Factory. In the Edible Factory. Where everyone thinks that guess what's in their, their candy? Just drugs. Drugs, good drugs, yeah, Yeah, man, the best Uh, kind. Well, don't worry if 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 that's absolutely what you're worried about. I made a commercial that is just for you. These days, trick or treating is becoming a lot more tricks than treats. People, complete strangers, hate your babies. Parents, don't let your children die, become addicted to drugs, or worse. Search their candy bags this Halloween for prescription pills, molly, cocaine, heroin, dipple dabs, oily drums, snark wubbles, jello shots, cream dreamies, and worst of all, marijuana cigarettes. Getting rid of these illicit drugs is a dangerous job. That's why you should send them all to the Captain's Disposal Systems, P.O. Box 8309 Austin, care of the Captain. We'll dispose of these evil items so your children stay safe. It's the C.J. Morgan Show. Guess what? Man Eye Institute, they're celebrating 46 years, having a big party. But the presents, the good stuff, it's going to be for you. I'm talking about gift bags. I'm talking about discounts. Unbeatable birthday savings on all laser LASIK 46. You know, it's not old. It means experience. And when it comes to something like LASIK, yeah, you want someone with a lot of experience. And Man Eye Institute have been doing that in Texas for quite some time. So much more experience that I think of coworkers that have been here such a long time that had their LASIK done at Man Eye Institute. And then recently, friends, family members, even my fiance also having LASIK with Man Eye Institute. It means you can experience more and see more and enjoy life as it's supposed to be. Seeing the fall leaves, the campfires, the concerts at festivals, all that will be so much better thanks to LASIK with Man Eye Institute. And before the end of the year, remember to use your flex flex dollars and vision plan. So raise your glasses and celebrate, or contacts, glasses, whatever it might be, throw them away and celebrate. Seeing life better with Man Eye Institute. Schedule your free consultation today by calling 800 My Vision or online at maneye.com. That's 800 My Vision or maneye.com. 
The next generation of streaming is here. Introducing Spectrum One Stream. Bringing together internet, advanced Wi-Fi, mobile, and now TV with the all-new Zumo Stream Box. Get fast and reliable internet for $49.99 a month. Free advanced Wi-Fi, a free unlimited Spectrum mobile line, and a free Zumo Stream Box when you add Spectrum TV. Spectrum One Stream. It's streaming simplified. Visit Spectrum.com or a Spectrum store for details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Do you hear that? That's the sound of holiday joy at the Home Depot, where you can find everything you need to get ready for the holiday season, like all new festive outdoor decor. Spread more joy this season with bigger, bolder, and brighter inflatables from the Home Depot, like our exclusive new 8-foot animated Santa and reindeer inflatable for just $149, available in-store and online. Get holiday ready right now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Hello, kitties. It's me, the Crypt Keeper. I hope you check out Bat City. Bat City Scareground is back for its third year of fright. Experience the mysteries of Orlock's Castle, the jungle madness of ancient evil, and a world gone insane in Austin's only 3D attraction, Clownopolis. Plus, check out our expanded Mayhem Midway and Dark Market. Get more details now at BatCityScareGrounds.com. A full night of fright. <laughs> When you're clocking out and happy hours already started. But you're clocking out and happy hours already started. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. PPD Austin is looking for healthy adults to participate in research studies. It's simple. Volunteers are paid for their time and can work online or attend classes during their stay. Average study pays around $450 per night. If you're a healthy adult and interested, contact PPD Austin today to find out how you might qualify. What will you do with the compensation you earn at PPD? Learn more at meandppd.com. Meandppd.com. Matt Bearden and Spenny on the C.J. Morgan Show.
down today i wanted to touch back on uh something we were talking about earlier the blair witch project controversy a lot of people are saying like yeah we thought it was real a lot of people say no we never thought it was real but it looks like the marketing of the movie itself did a pretty good job trying to set up that it was an actual found footage documentary of sorts they did shows they did documentaries they did marketing beforehand yeah ARG I believe it's called yeah that, that kind of led people onto that and we got some text uh, talking about it as well I thought it was real fool uh Blair Witch never got me never thought it was real that's the only text at 835-1015 that said that uh, a couple of other people said yeah there was a documentary that came out about a week before it was well made and it built it as a true story so i think the blair witch not just being a a found footage movie was remarkable for being low budget taking off in that aspect but also just because they set it up and tricked us so well they created a whole bunch of lore around it excuse me i said arg uh was what it's called but no that's an alternate reality game oftentimes employed uh, or used for something like this uh, yeah. because it uses real world elements and things like that and you usually have to you know find out all these like clues and things like that and it makes you feel really cool so a, a lot of the people texting uh, like this person says I was in middle school when it came out and I remember all the talk before seeing it was about it being real yeah, footage despite so when I saw the movie when they quote unquote made it into a movie after a while, uh, when it came out, we were all scared, and it really added to the suspense of going to see it. Yeah. So I, man, I guess see, I get it. I, I, I forgot is, that whole part. I must have just not been tuned into it I enough. Mean, this is pre before internet was super, you know, and popular and easy to access and stuff like that. So it's a lot easier to pull the wool over people's eyes. I and, really wish that I had the opportunity to be around when the Blair Witch Project was going through all of this because, yeah, like Spencer was saying, nowadays. 
um, if somebody tried to pull this stuff, I, I wouldn't believe it. Right. I would yeah. not believe it. But the well, movie Cloverfield came. Obviously, that one's not going to be real because it's about a disaster that happened in New York. We would have heard about that. Yeah, but, yeah like, exactly. You know. But 1999, and being that it was one of the first found footage films, there were, I mean, you got to also think about what was happening in 1999. No offense, but you guys would believe anything back in 1999. I was one. We, I believed anything as well. We believed Woodstock was going to be good that year. <laughs> Turns exactly. out it was great. <laughs> Four exactly. angry white men. Uh, but there have been attempts to do these sort of marketing things. Sometimes when they're direct over the top, it's been kind of funny. Uh, there were some baseball games a couple years ago before the movie Smile came out where they hired real creepy actors to stand behind home plate of baseball games. Yes, I liked that. And, and that kind of thing, that popped off well. That was fun. Then there was the whole, like, oh, my God, have you seen clowns? Clowns are just showing up in the forest. But that like, wasn't for a movie. Was that like, was no, just Reddit. You haven't seen a clown. You're just seeing what you're being told to see. I think it was for It. That came out. I, so. I haven't Googled it, but it came out like the announcement of it was right after that. Mm. Was about four months after that. I think the clown thing was uh, Look, was man, a part of that. And there have been other should. ones because we. I feel like when they try to do these things, these viral marketing campaigns, it backfires. And and you know, as uh, as one might say, man, you corny. Uh, so it is harder with the internet and us not believing anything to do today. But I'm I'm just surprised that I. I didn't get caught up in it because looking back, it seems pretty Maybe cool. You did. That would have been. I didn't. Well, I, did, one, I didn't go see the movie. I didn't care about it. I, one texter mentioned they were in middle school. I think I was around the same age, and you're just a few years older than me. Maybe you were just getting out of high school. Didn't care anymore. I, I or cared whatever. about boobies. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was worried about that. I wasn't worried about going to movie theater and I getting mean, scared. I, I wanted to. to you want to see the Blair Witch's boobies? <laughs> you know what? Maybe. They don't show just, the Blair Witch's <laughs> boobies or the Blair Witch. Or the Blair Witch. And it's just running around screaming and scared. Now, as for the... Emily, have you seen it? I don't want to ruin anything. Yeah, I've seen it. If you haven't. Uh, after it came out, it was critically acclaimed. Maybe not critically acclaimed, but there was even more buzz about how exciting it was. But a lot of horror aficionados said it sucked because it was jarring, it was hard to see, the camera was shaky. Well, yeah. and it's so well done and that it's not the best storytelling that's, because yeah, it does feel like it's found footage. That's what I would think. Now, it's that's why it's a bad movie. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. Because it was found footage. <laughs> but I think it, does, it belongs. It deserves a place in sort of a, a classic canon of like horror stuff. Not films. to spill uh, my friend's secrets, but one of my friends, Dalton, he is absolutely terrified of witches up to this day. Because he watched the Blair Witch Project when we were really, really little. And he lived where his uh, window in his bedroom looked out into the forest. And right <laughs> after he watched the Blair Witch Project as a kid, I think his older sister was like, ah, you should come watch this with me to scare him. There was a big storm. And, yeah. one, and one of the branches from the forest kept scraping on his window all, all night. Yeah. And he was like, it looked like a witch's finger. And so to this day, he refuses <laughs> to date girls with big noses because he thinks they're witches. Oh. I'm not kidding. That's his problem. That's that's insults racist against witches almost. I know, dude. It's, it's witch, like an witch, internal uh. childhood fear of that secretly <laughs> witches do exist and they're trying to date him off of Tinder. <laughs> they they want his virgin blood. Yeah. And he's a virgin yeah. because he's scared to date anyone. Yes. So he bet he's gotta get laid first. 
the CJ Morgan Show. Learning brand new things daily, including manners, responsibility, accountability, how to file taxes, how to behave in public, how to apologize. 101X.